Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I am your host, Stephanie Kratz. Are we going to speak as though we can't, sorry, cannot do contractions because we are computers? We can do that, but it will become very complicated after a while. I wonder how hard it was for... uh, Whatever his name is, data and star, as you'd like to say, track to not talk in contractions. Contractions. I mean, I suppose if you're memorizing a script, that's semi quasi easy because the word in the script is cannot mm-hmm. <laughs> or do not. <laughs> yep. But don't you want to automatically contract those? Can't. I can't do it though. Can't do it. I won't do it. Won't do it. Can't do it. It ain't right. <laughs> of course, that's the famous contraction for aren't, are not. <laughs> no, it's the contraction for is not. Ain't. It's the wrong one. I guess are not also. Ain't is like between present and past tense. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been? Uh, busy. With yeah. work and stuff. Well, right? the holidays are coming up. You're going to get some days off. Yeah, I it's guess It's going to be so. fabulous. I guess so. When did we last record? Last Tuesday. Okay. I'm like, what did I do? Oh, that's right. And I... you were on a train. No, that was the week before. We recorded on Tuesday because you were leaving early on Thursday. No, that was the week before. Because last week I went to the ballet. I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> um, my bad. It's okay. Oh, we didn't record. We didn't record on that Thursday because you because had, I had to, to wake go. up on Friday. That's and right. I was tired and I didn't do my homework. And so. then we recorded on Tuesday to make up for that. Yes. But now we have a plan for the rest of the year. Yes, we do. And I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Yeah. And everybody has a happy and safe New Year. If you happen to be listening to this prior to midnight, if it's after midnight, I hope you had a happy and safe New Year. (laughs) Yes. I hope you rang in the New Year and had a happy holiday and a Merry Christmas. And remember. Whatever else you celebrate. Hindsight is always 2020. No. That was a horrible one. It was real bad. <laughs> you know, my favorite thing about these last couple weeks of work yeah. is that everyone is just like, we'll discuss that in the new year. We'll discuss that in the new year <laughs> for every single thing that comes up. Don't you have like the whole week off at the end of the year or something? No, I'm only off Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday next week. And that's it. But I took off Thursday for PTO. Okay. I had a job a few years ago where I got two weeks off unpaid. <laughs> On purpose? Well, that's because you were a outsider, right? No, no. This was contracted? when I worked at the ma- no. This is when I worked at the magazine. Oh, you were. We just a got hire? two forced weeks off of work because we 
our entire premise was interviewing executives and nobody was working during those two weeks. So we had no one to interview. But the fact that it was unpaid time off was pretty shitty. And if you were, they'd want to get off the phone anyway. I'm on the beach having a Mai Tai. Right, exactly. Why are you bothering me? Which is why it's been... Garcon. Really hard to do work these last couple weeks because I have a bunch of stuff to do at the beginning of the year. But it's like, how am I supposed... Anyway, I have a little... So many things going on. Yep. Packages not being delivered. I know. Laundry, Where's my Black Widow coat? Food, I'm doing laundry. Coats. Towels. Uh, oh, yeah. My mom sent me two boxes of towels for Christmas, so which you, is actually very exciting. So you can be extra dry. Yeah. Well, I requested new towels because I feel like all my current ones are kind of scratchy and hard. I mean, not hard. They're like, that's a weird word for it. Hard towels? <laughs> They're like... They're really hard to clean off. It's like a board. No. <laughs> you're trying to rub it on you and you're only able to get one spot. Remember in science when you would put a line on a circle? Those are my towels. I mean, basically. No, they're just like rough and like not cozy. Gotcha. Used. Broken in. They're not used. They're just... They're pretty like... I mean, like, yeah, I've had them for a couple years, but they're just not cozy. I want something cozy when I get out of the shower. They've been overworked and underpaid. They've always been that way, though. Oh, you got the cheap towels. I think they're just, I don't know. They're just not great. Any fun plans for the upcoming festivities? I'm going to go see Little Women, and I'm very excited about that. Mm -hmm. That, I'm more excited about that than Star Wars, to be quite honest. Somebody told me Star Wars is opening this weekend. It is right now. I am very unprepared. People are seeing it right now as we record. Lucky people. I'm seeing it on Saturday, I think. I didn't even think to buy tickets. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to get into the whole Star Wars mess, but you know what's great? The Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Yep. The Baby Yode. The Baby Yode. <laughs> My little baby boy. He's so cute. So. Speaking of space. Ha. Ah, very nice. Thanks. Thanks. This I week is it. a Battlestar Galactica week. Yeah, and for those of you who watch it on Amazon Prime, I'm sorry to say that they got rid of it. It's moved. Now it's back on sci-fi. It's on the sci-fi website, which is I have to watch on my laptop. There's no sci-fi app for... I don't think so. You would think there would be. Oops. I mean, I can look right now. But then you have to watch four commercials, right? Yeah. One at the beginning and three in the middle. I did have to watch commercials, and it was really annoying. Yeah. Well, you know. Such is life. And then they're there till sometime mid-2020 when it will probably end up back up on Hulu or Netflix somewhere. Yeah, they're on there till July 31st, 2020. So, I don't know. Nick was like, you can borrow my DVDs or whatever. So I might just, I might go see him in a few weeks and Mm. steal them from him. Or you can do work your magic and put them somewhere more easily accessible. Are they Blu-rays? I think so. They better be. Yeah. Because I watched a blurry-ish version on my screen. Even on the Sci-Fi channel, it just didn't buffer very Enough? well. Really? I think it's just because it's their servers or whatever. Because, like, obviously I watch things all the time and it's fine. Right. But for some reason on the Sci-Fi website, it was like... Everybody was getting over there to get their battle start. Blurry-ish. <laughs> Maybe. Their battle start. I don't head, know. Whatever I just think they have shitty servers. Craving done. They have to get their battle star on. Maybe it's because the actors are doing a podcast, so they're trying to promote their website and their network by taking it back and putting it on there. 
I mean, at least it was free, so I was like, I didn't have to have a cable subscription to watch it. Right, all sci-fi has always been free that way. Okay, I didn't know that. I just I was worried that oh, I found it, but I was like, oh, what if they it's make just me, like the like, CW? You can watch any in. launch CW stuff for okay. free, but all ad supported, of course. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind watching a couple commercials. I mean, it new sucks, interesting thing but... I've learned about my TiVo recently—they're popping little ads in before your content starts. Mm. So if I play something I've DVR'd, it's really short. It's like, and you can skip it, I think. I tried, I think I was able to skip it. But Mm. it's like a really short ad. It's nothing crazy. It's definitely not the same Geico ad nine times. (laughs) Yeah. You know, my DVR does is if I watch a show that's been recorded like a little bit ago, Uh you can fast forward and it'll automatically stop before the show starts again. You don't have to press it again. It does oh. it for you, which is kind of cool. I turned on auto skip on my TiVo. Oh. So when it comes to commercial break, it's like auto skip. And oh. then show starts again. I didn't know that was. It's glorious. Yeah. I just, I just discovered this new feature. It's so. glorious. I'm not hip. I'm sorry. It's okay. Anyway. We all can't have TiVos and spend money on things that we probably don't need to. <laughs> We're watching, or we watched. We <laughs> already did. We're currently watching. And. I'm happy to report, it seems like on this episode, they brought back spoilers in the drum section. Oh, did they? I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) I'm like, wait, wait, what? Oh, no, I've untrained myself to look away. (laughs) I gotta train myself again. It's horrible. I did see a fun fact about something about the intro, but I was like, I just glossed over it. So I was like, hmm, whatever. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Because I was looking at my phone when the music started, so I didn't like pay attention to the... I didn't notice the drums. Yep, Yep, they had a drummy bit. Mm. But I think everything they were showing in the drummy bit was in reverse. Mm. So the scenes you were seeing were backwards. Crazy. I know, right? So we're doing season two, episode five, called The Farm. Everyone's gonna um, collect corn, milk some cows, mm-hmm. exchange some farm wisdom. Mm-hmm. Lots of pleasant things like that. I kind of want to borrow a skit from another podcast, but I have to do it at the end because it'd be spoilery. Oh, okay. but I think it'd be funny. I don't know. It's not a very fun farm. But but my but my borrowing would be funny. Okay. We might not. I shouldn't. That'd be mean. I don't want to. I don't want to tread on people's shoes. Yeah. Uh. So I'm going. Even to... Even though they've seemed to have retired it. Yeah. I'm going to do these in two different chunks. Let me guess. You're gonna do it in Cylon occupied Caprica, and then on the fleet. Reverse, because I don't care about the fleet this episode. Not much is really happening. Exactly. I care much more about what's happening to Starbuck. Mm-hmm. Because that's this. I feel like I always liked the show, but this episode I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> so. Just oh, dang? No, a lot of oh, dang. Okay. Could, uh, could, could, no, Commander. Cadander. I can't. It's been a day. That's his cat's name. Cadander. Cadander. Cadander feline. 
Uh, as we all know, but you didn't com- know that Commander Adama is back on duty, or he's. <laughs> don't laugh because <laughs> I said duty. I'm a child at heart. <laughs> Christmas is coming. It's true. <laughs> Santa's coming. Nothing. Nothing comes to mind. He uh, he's better now, sort of, after his shot to the gut. Yeah. Well, he's not in a uh, coma. coma. I would say that's better. That's a step. <laughs> up. That's a step up from where he was. That's <laughs> true. He's walking. Yeah, he put can, his uniform on. Yeah, he can talk, see. <laughs> you know. Thank goodness he can see. You know, do do some things with the help of a do cane his or duties? something. Do sure. Before it was just auto. Now now he has control over <laughs> his duties. No longer hooked up to machines. Yep. It's a good it's a good change of lifestyle yeah. if you ask me i mean to to be fair he was in a coma for like four episodes so it felt like a really really long time but it was like a day especially on this podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> but in those the, four episodes took two months but in the bsg verse it took like a day or he was in it for like a day or two you like you, 48 hours you really think ty screwed everything up that quick yeah a hundred percent. You sure there weren't a couple like non-eventful days in between that? Uh, yeah, because I have didn't warm filming on this since he woke up. It's been a week since this clear. But that those two real those four life episodes were like two, live TV two to three days, basically. You know this. What's I would say I'm going to be generous and give it seventy-two hours for his coma episodes one through four. Okay. I'm be generous. Of two. Season two. Yes. As I held up three fingers. Because Don't get, judge. Because he got shot at the end of season one. So right. it's been. Actually, he got shot in the gut, but if he calls it season one, I'm cool with it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm playful today. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> so... It's- it's really it's all because of that message you sent me this afternoon at work. What was it? You said somebody on Insta oh, yeah. said my eyebrows are so big you could land a plane on it. Uh-huh. And I said, in response to that, pr- really quickly, right? Yeah. Well, we'll never find out because I don't own a plane. And by the way, why are people telling me what I should do on your Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> And you said you chuckled. I did chuckle. You're welcome. <laughs> Adama um, walks into the CIC to applause. Thunderous applause. And he tells the crew he loves everyone. Yep. And the guy that was fixing that one thing in the wall was upset because it rattled the screw up. Because it was thunderous applause. <laughs> I gotta find it. Oh, it, it probably fell through, yeah, yeah, one of those grates on <laughs> the floor. Like, God, man, guys. Screws are finite. They are. He's going to have to go smelt one. He, no, he's going to be walking around after a hard day's work with his boots off. He's uh-huh. going to step on it and it's going to be like, oh no, it's going to be like a Lego. That's yeah. what it's going to be. Oh yes, everybody's happy he's back. Yay. 
not at all because, you know, of what Ty did, I'm sure. You know, they're just happy to see the old man. Uh-huh. Not because martial law was put on and then the president escaped and, you know, all this stuff going on. It's just because they want to see the old man. Yeah. Speaking of the deserters or the fleers, mm-hmm. Rosalind and Adama are holed up in the uh, Astral Queen, or they will be. They're mm-hmm. currently waiting to be transferred. And Tom Zarek is, wants Lee to make a recording to denounce his dad. Yep. And he doesn't want to. Because um, they're in a cooler and he's cold. Yeah. Why so, are you hiding in a cooler? Because nobody opens those, I guess. Unless you need something, need some meat. Sure. You're not going to look for the president in a cooler? Uh, that'd be the first place I'd look. <laughs> so, because he, so because Lee won't do it, it's up to Rosalind to try to win over the fleet against Adama. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to keep hunting her, basically. And then she says the most believable line ever. I'm going to do the religious thing. <laughs> she sure does. She decides- Was that the line? She wants to play the religious card. Yeah. So they go to the Astral Queen, and she uh, does her message where where she... It's just the gremlins, don't worry. So many gremlins. Where she begs the fleet to follow her and the path the Lords of Kobol have set out for her. Oh. Well, that's nice. In a recording. Yeah. On a cassette tape player. Is that what they had? It was a cassette, yes. It mm. was a cassette. I mean, it was, you know, old-timey. Tell it was blurry. <laughs> old-timey future space-style cassette uh-huh. player, and she doesn't know how to use one of those. It was a hologram? Those. Or not hologram. No, uh, it was tape. Hexagon? That's what tape. I meant. No, it had to be square. I'm just, you know, I bet they would have tried really hard if there I was any way did. to do it. I giggled when somebody walked by someone with a clipboard that was a hexagon. <laughs> it always makes me laugh when I notice them. Mm-hmm. No, this was a normal rectangular tape. Got it. So Adama's like, whatever. Nobody's going to follow her. Maybe like three or four ships will care. And let him go. Yeah, just let him get out of there. Whatever. No, it'll be easier. Yeah. Who cares about her religious nonsense? Blah, blah, blah. Right. But then the ships that leave, there's 24 of them. 24 follow Rosalind. How many ships are there? Um, 70 something, I think. I, it's later in my notes somewhere. Okay. Um, I know they said 33% of the fleet. But... Yeah, they said one third of the fleet left. Yeah. Uh, 72 ships. Well, that's pretty. It's a pretty big number of it's ships. Good, so that's a good chunk that left. Uh, and Adama's like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, fracker, whatever, you know, things that... I think he just did a heavy sighing exhale. <sighs> I'm just editorializing. I know. I know. You're doing his inner voice. Yeah. But everything you said happened over a... <sighs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> True. So, meanwhile, Callie has been thrown in the brig for killing Boomer, as what happened in the end of last episode. Mm-hmm. And now everyone knows that she is a Cylon. 
Uh, Callie's a, a Cylon? No. I didn't Boomer. know this. Boomer. What are you talking about? Boomer is a Cylon. Now they all know. Okay. Uh, Adama goes to see Chief. Was he in the brig too? I can't remember. No, Chief was uh, making his case for Callie. For Callie. Yeah, he was, trying to, he was talking about what happened on um, Cobol where yeah. Crashdown got shot after he almost killed Callie and blah, blah, blah. All that. All think, that drama uh, that happened. Do you think he told him the truth? No, I just think he said it was, was crazy down there. Up, yeah. She was traumatized because they were stuck down there and crashed and then, and then there were crashed down, got killed. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just curious what your thoughts were on that. Yeah, I don't think he told her the truth because I think he really did keep his word to Gaius and to Callie yep. about what happened. That crash down was a hero. Yeah. Cause, I Died mean, in the line of duty. Because, yeah, I mean, like, he was a dick, but... That was his, like, one moment of losing it. Well, they needed to kill him. Yeah. So he could be on Almost Human. I mean, you can't have two <laughs> good shots at the same time. <laughs> I don't know if those actually ran around the same time, but that's where I... That's where you know him that's from? That's where I know him from better in my brain. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, he didn't last The American long. remake, of course. Okay. Not the BBC one, which I'm sure is superior. Haven't, I haven't watched s- it yet. I haven't seen either of them. One day. Okay. He Put it va- on the list. He was a vampire. As Steve Rogers says. Vampire. Wasn't Shay in that show? No, Shay was in Lost Girl. Lost Girl, that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, never mind. I need to watch that too. I heard it's bad, but Stacy watched it for Shay. Uh, the Lost Girl reminds me of Dawn. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. So- I had to stop watching it because apparently. It's a Canadian show, and even though they were new episodes here in the United States, they aired previously in Canada, I think, mm-hmm. and then the data TiVo was pulling was saying they were reruns, so it all of a sudden stopped recording everything. Oh, uh, weird. Just like I can't... It was another thing I would try to record where it would say, oh no. I think the Daily Show, one time I tried to set up TiVo to record it and it got all wonky. Mm-hmm. Oh, because when they did reruns, they didn't name them as reruns. And then it was recording them at the non-reruns all throughout the day. Because the Daily uh, Show airs multiple times. Yeah, That's annoying. So, yeah, that was annoying. And back then, my TiVo didn't hold a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, I had to change the way things worked. Mm. You know, record by time. Which is the worst. It's like having a VCR again. <laughs> Thanks to Chief's uh, words to Adama, he decides to give Callie a light sentence. And he charges... Sorry, I'm like looking down and I realize the mic is up here. It's okay. Um, I'm playing with your uh, knobs and switches to make sure you stay louder. Okay. <laughs> he says that... So he charges her with discharging, bleh, discharging a firearm without permission and... Callie's only going to spend a month in the brig. Right. For killing Boomer. Because she could have endangered civilians and other crew. Mm -hmm. And it's also, I think they're struggling with calling it a murder or not. Yeah, because Adama did ask him, did you love her? Yeah. Despite the the fact she's technically a machine. Yeah. True. And Chief says he's not sure. But, you know, it's kind of one of those things where... Maybe Adama was asking himself that very thing. Like, 
because she was like a daughter to him. Yeah, I feel like all his pilots are like, well, all his his like close crew members, his pilots. Are we just gonna like blow the... through all of Galactica, like all the Galactica time, or are you gonna save what happens in the end fish for the end? I'm doing it right now. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because then he goes and visits the morgue. Yeah, I'm not done at yet. At some point, no, I know. I'm, I'm just go- saying. I'm going there. Jumping ahead. We're close, aren't we? I'm about to say it. Oh. You cut me off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a driver in Chicago. (laughs) You were going too slow. Needed to cut you off. (laughs) So, yeah, I literally wrote, Adama loved all his pilots like children. And then I was going to say, and then he goes to the the morgue. (laughs) That was literally my next sentence. Well, I thought maybe there was more in between that I didn't know about. I maybe so. I don't know. I don't think there's anything else going on. Okay, but yeah. So yeah, he goes to the morgue to go visit Boomer's dead body, which you know she looks pretty dead, like a dead human, like a dead corpse. Yeah. She even got the Y autopsy scars. Mm-hmm. Um. They wanted and... to see what she runs on. Yeah. Yeah. It's Energizer, in case anybody was curious. <laughs> Not Duracell? No, she had no bunny ears. <laughs> sorry. Energizer is bunny oh, ears. Oh, sorry, it was Duracell then. I screwed it all up. You did, those darn fail. <laughs> those battery commercials are so hard. It was Rayovac. <laughs> Energizer bunny. <laughs> what is the Duracell ones? They always talk about medical it's stuff. It's just the one that longer. goes, it yeah, like the, battery the end piece of the battery goes on. So, yes, Adama's clearly struggling with whether or not he ever loved Boomer as, like, a daughter because of the fact that now she's a Cylon and does that change anything about her? Mm-hmm. And as he's struggling with these, this is, I'm just voicing what I assume is his internal monologue. He just starts saying why and then he breaks down and starts crying over her body. Yep. So I think he's very, I mean, he's obviously offended that she killed him because he's not dead but he's not oh, sorry <laughs> 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 shot him i'm so mad that you killed me now look at me how dare you kill me i'm a ghost haunting the ship <laughs> i gotta come back here and cry over your body and i can't make tears because i'm a spectral spirit <laughs> god damn it it's all Game of Thrones up in here. <laughs> he's upset that she shot him, obviously, but he's also like, that was her programming. Like, clearly she was triggered by something. Yep. It wasn't really her, because after all this time, like, why would she do it now when she had plenty of other chances to kill him? Yep. I'm just theorizing what's going on in his brain. I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, you know, he just, he cared about her. Yeah. And he doesn't know how to feel because... If he was able to love a Cylon, what does that mean? He's a Cylon. (laughs) Is he? He's always wanted a sex bot. No. Then I'm back to he's a Cylon. (laughs) I don't know. Who knows? That wasn't really, there wasn't an answer to that question. It was a meta, it was a hypothetical. What does it mean if he loved her? Are they really more human than they think? Is she more than a toaster? That's offensive. Is she a smart slow cooker with Wi-Fi access? Yeah. Is she an Instapot? 
There you go. I did it. If she is, then I'm in trouble. Just don't put her on the stove. I know. I already murdered one. One Cylon. And you got another one. See, it went back to the resurrection ship and came right back to you in a brand new body. Uh. <laughs> Welcome to the Cylon Instapot land. Shipped, shipped from Amazon. <laughs> we heard your Instapot die. <laughs> the replication's coming soon. <laughs> oh, we'll need a fee. <laughs> because, you know, we had to put all the parts together to re- inhabit the memory of your instapot mm, yeah true you're you're clearly ai cooking device <laughs> i did keep i did keep the pot just not that the caitlin the like control part i kept right. the inner pot the cooking pot so now you have two pots mm-hmm. but one cooking mechanism it's like two brains for one body exactly or two bodies for one brain okay because I feel like yeah, the cooking right. yeah. part is the brain. That'd be the brain. That's true. Two yeah. bodies, one brain. Yeah. It's now a conjoined twin. All right. <laughs> so that's all that happened on the Galactica and the Astral Queen and all those places. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a trip. Down memory lane. What? Down, down to? Down to Silent Occupied Caprica. Okay. And, uh... <laughs> Things got a little hot and heavy after that game. Yeah, she had her shirt off because she was sweating so bad. <laughs> That's all it was. Yeah, you know she You're had a so little innocent. air out. <laughs> She's wearing her sports bra, sports bra, her sports bra, sports bra with her. Uh, That's just no. She's wearing her sports bra with her pants. You know, letting all the sweat. Um, mm-hmm. since they're in a highly irradiated area of the world, it kind of just evaporates off you really quick it's like you know boiling water uh-huh uh-huh and then after she you know was no longer stinky sweaty mm-hmm. she's ready to get back to work wrestling well you know, she was obviously upset that he had other plans in mind because she's like you know reprimands him a little bit yeah about being more serious about the job at hand but he just wants to wrestle wrestle <laughs> yes Yes, the wrestling. I agree. I remember now. It was like I said that four weeks ago. In Brad's innocent term, in the non-innocent version, is they slip together. Yep, and it's the morning after and somebody's going to do the walk of shame. Because they didn't bring a change of clothes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone has a change of clothes ever. And your argument about not, she was at her house, she could have gotten a pair of change of clothes. (laughs) She got her coat. That she showed up to his place in and is leaving his place in. <laughs> Just like, I will do the walk of shame when I leave your apartment wearing the same clothes I'm wearing is right it, now. It's a walk of shame whenever clothes. you leave any place in the same clothes you came in. You know, so every day I do a walk of shame from work. Of course you haven't. You just did four wardrobe changes here. You, could, <laughs> you, couldn't, even, you couldn't even walk a shame from your bedroom out to the living room again. <laughs> I have clothes ADD sometimes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I put the the you're talking about the hoodie. I wore the hoodie downstairs. You to also the changed your shirt. I did change my shirt because I was wearing a tiny tank top and no bra, which is fine for being alone or with my boy person. But sorry, Brad. Oh, they already told you I'm not a person, so it doesn't matter. 
So, sexy time, walk of shame, etc. Now they're going to get back to work. Um, Starbuck, Hilo, Anders, and Sushan, which is another, which is a woman that works for the Resistance, uh-huh. who we met last episode also, um, devise a plan to escape from Caprica by finding the heavy raider from a nearby airstrip. Uh-huh. And they plan to fit as many people on it so that they can go back to Galactica to stage a rescue mission for the rest of the people on Caprica. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, how did they find out about the martial law? I'm just... <laughs> yeah, they're going to go rescue everyone on, <laughs> on one raider? Galactica. I don't yeah. know. Maybe they take the raider, then they steal a star base, then yeah. they <laughs> So they're planning to, like... They're, they're like, going to blow the fuel hose, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. They had a whole thing. But as they're about to go, like, start this plan, mm-hmm. something from the tree line starts firing on them. They right. get attacked. Yes. And for some reason, Kara is just, like, standing there in a daze, and she's not doing anything. Uh-huh. And we're like, what's going Girl, what you doing? Move. Move your butt. Like, what you doing? And then we find and out. And then we see that, yeah, she's she. She's shot in the abdomen. Yeah. Like, on her left side like yep um right right there right here where i'm pointing can't you see i can it's right there can't you see viewers yeah right listeners yeah right right above the left hip bone kind of you know below the kidney though yeah so she is kind of dazed and she just falls to the ground unconscious where where a boxer might jab you yeah you know to below your ribs yeah there you go to the left of your belly button Way to the left. Way to the left. She has a wide torso, though. Not wide. She has a long torso. Okay. Just saying. I don't know how those are different. I have a very short torso, so my spot would be different than hers, probably. Oh, gotcha. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, she passes out. When she wakes up, Mm -hmm. she's in a hospital. Oh, lucky her. Yeah, someone found her. They're taking care of her bullet wound. Isn't mm-hmm. that nice? It is. Uh, this man comes in, yeah. her doctor, presumably. Yeah. Uh-huh. He introduces himself as Simon. He's been taking care of her. Cowell? I hope not, because no. then she's in for a world of hurt as he tells her how she's not healing right and she should heal better. <laughs> uh, so he tells her, you know... That she's in the hospital. They've been taking care of her wound. Mm-hmm. And she asks about if there was anyone else with her. Right. And he says, um, this man uh, named Anders, Anders, Anders uh, brought you in, but he had a shrapnel wound and he actually died from the complications of the. Right. Because they didn't think it was as serious as it yeah. was, but it ended up killing him. Nicked his aorta. And then and, he had massive internal bleeding. Yeah. You'd think you'd see a bruise. Well. It was nice knowing you, Anders. Yeah, so. Sorry. Kara was hurt about that. She was very sad because she just slept with him and she liked him. Yep. That's she, what happens. She, she had a thing with See, him. you sleep with somebody, you like them. Then they die. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> because of shrapnel. Because of shrapnel. It's a common occurrence. Which is why you should live in a free country with no war zones. All right. Well, they don't have a choice in this one. All right. A free planet with no war zones. (laughs) (laughs) 
again, they don't really have a choice. They're kind of stuck on Caprica yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Cylon occupied Caprica. Yeah. People are shooting at them constantly. It's true. It's a sad, sad state of affairs. Yeah. So over the course of the next few scenes, it's just Starbuck coming out of or coming out of unconsciousness. The doctor telling her, "Oh, you're doing better," uh-huh. and then immediately putting her back to sleep again. And with, she's like, with "Pain meds." With pain meds. He's helping her. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah it's nice of him. It's just—it's a little weird. He's also asking her questions, like, "What's her name?" She said her name was Carathrace. Yes, just Carathrace. Yeah. Uh, she talks to him, and then he's giving her a pelvic examination like you would get at a gynecologist. And right. he's telling her that, which is a little weird for a bullet wound, but all right. Um, you could have nicked a uh, ovary. I suppose, but you wouldn't look at it, you wouldn't find out that way. Would there... May... No. Okay. He would have to do an ultrasound, like a Maybe ultrasound. it was her annual checkup. Maybe. And I mean, she, she probably hasn't had one in a long time. I'm sure she was just kind of going along for the ride, like, okay, sure, let's do a pap smear. Yep. All that stuff. So he's checking her out, and he's, they're kind of making conversation, and he's saying, like, you know, a woman your age who's, you know, childbearing. Wait, he said they found a, there would be a reason if they were trying to screen for some cancer, because he talked about, like, a lump on her ovary or something. There was something about the ovary. He so, was just looking. I don't yeah, think there actually was anything. But you can't see ovaries from that way either. No, you can't. Either way, it's bullshit. So if they were healing when they took out the bullet, maybe they caught a glimpse of damage to the ovary or a lump or a mass, and then they wanted to do a checkup to make sure she didn't have a cancer or something. Again, you can't do it that way. You can check for cancer from the bottom. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, like, if he did a pap smear, but he's like goes in there and he's like all right you're good like he would need to do further testing okay i'm just saying i uh, yep i don't know i don't have a uh (laughs) uterus so they do a swab and -hmm. then they take it to a lab and they Uh do a bunch of tests on it that's how they know for sure there's no visual cues they could go with i mean i'm sure there are something but he was looking for the visual cues i know maybe he's just a creep i think he's He's got something else going on. Oh, he likes those white girls. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Let's not bring that into it. Uh, so he tells her that, you know, a woman of women who can bear children are a very rare commodity now mm-hmm. that, you know, the Cylons have gotten rid of a lot of people. Right. And he suggests that, you know, since she's the right age and she's healthy... Or will be once she heals. Like, she should think about having a kid. And she's like, no thanks, I'm a Viper pilot. I don't need to have a baby. And he's like, do you see any Vipers around here? Ha ha ha. And she's like, cool, dude. Not your uh, choice. It's my choice. Where would she put the car seat? There's no back seat. Yeah. Where yeah. would she put it in the Raider? In the... The little... The one that she has to crawl into. <laughs> she, she could probably hang it off of one the of the... The Cylon Raider. Like, like one of the... There, there's... I'm sure she didn't remove everything of that mm-hmm. dude, so maybe there's like a piece of body that could be used as a hammock. I, yeah. I don't know. You know? Yeah. Baby could be in a, <laughs> a meat hammock. Or she can like curl in there and it can just like kind of cuddle right on her chest. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so as she's talking about how she doesn't want to have kids and it's none of his business, 
he asks her, you know, is um, your reluctance to have children because, you know... Of your childhood abuse? We can yeah. just go right there. Yeah, like, because he's like, I saw in your x-rays that you had fractures on every single finger between your first and second knuckle, which is real fucked up. And she was, he was like, did someone break all of your fingers? And she was like... Bye, go away. There was that one time that I was standing next to the car with my hand on the side and my dad didn't notice and slammed the door on my hand. That, that was smart. Did that happen to you? I did have a finger shut in a door once. Me too. Hurts. Very painful. It, it didn't, didn't break. Yeah, it didn't break anything. But it did hurt. But it was it was pins and needles nummy Oof. for quite a while. There was a nice bruise under the fingernail afterward. I had like a bruise on my finger afterwards, not on my nail, but it's still... Yeah. I remember I was like holding a door. I had my hand like in the door frame. And then somebody someone just went by. <laughs> yep. I think that's what happened to me too. Yeah. I was getting out of the car or something and I was I I grabbed the whatever that part of the car is called. Yeah. And then the person in the front seat slammed the door right on my hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like And then it was like, ah, oh, that's smart. That's smart. That's smart pins and needles, pins and needles. Yeah. So after he makes that suggestion that a parent abused her <coughs> and broke all her fingers, mm-hmm. she's like, go away. Yes, I'm done with you. Uh, the, next, the next day, maybe. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we Kara wakes n- up. No idea how long. Yeah, we don't have any concept time. of time right now. It's like a casino. Uh, she wakes up to discover a new scar. On her tum tum, mm-hmm. below her belly button, mm-hmm. kind of like over her uterus area. Yep. And she asks him what that is, and hi, what's up? She's very talkative. Oh, you know what she's been doing what? the last every day this week, waking me up at like five or five thirty in the morning and screaming for like thirty minutes. She's concerned you're not going to get to work on time. <laughs> she should be more concerned about me getting enough sleep so that I don't die. Oh, that's true. You don't want to die. No. She just goes, over and over again for 30 minutes, like an alarm clock. There's no snooze And I'm button. like, Sookie, shut up. <laughs> You've tried everything. You've I've tried her on the so head. many things. You've poked her tail. You've hit her paw. No snooze button. And then she will crawl. So she'll do it from the, below my bed and then she'll jump on my bed and do it next to me and then she'll crawl on my shoulder and do it right in my ear Uh and then if she does stop she will sit there and she will just stare at me from behind and i can just feel her presence Uh i just feel her staring at me Uh and then i'm like sucky god she's she's like right now look at her (laughs) right she's like i'm a cat yeah i know you live on my schedule here (laughs) <laughs> that's my laundry I can't reach it I'm trapped just press stop please I'll go get it when we're done <laughs> so uh, so this is happening so he's just gonna rest on my chest I guess you have <laughs> rest on the boob shelf you have you have <laughs> you have cat boob cat boob yeah my boob it's almost like bird head but <laughs> it doesn't require a bird anyway or your head. weirdo cat yeah. So, so yeah, Simon tells her that the scar is from some complications and surgery. Mm-hmm. They did to stop some bleeding, 
but she looks a little suspicious now. Especially after that womanhood, motherhood conversation. Of course. And then especially after he says, don't worry, Starbuck. Nope. She never said Starbuck. She never did. Right, Suki? Yeah. If you're going to talk, you have to talk into the microphone, Suki. (laughs) Anyway. And you know what else he lied about? Anders is fine. He never brought her in there because he's still with Hilo. Oh. Oh, because we, now we side swipe up, swing, flip the, flip the, the thing on the TV, you know, all those old school ways to change scenes. Yeah. And there he is. He's just like, he's worried about Starbucks. He doesn't know where she is. Healthy as an Anders. Yeah, he's fine. Apparently they've been running around looking for her like madmen. Yeah, for however many days. Mm Mm-hmm. Because not only her, but like, but Sushan, the other woman, was yep. were also taken. Yep, was also taken. And then Sharon Cylon lady pops out of the bushes, and she's like, "Boo!" I know where she is. Yeah, she says she knows where she is, and Hilo is suspicious, but he also loves her, so he decides to give her a chance and hear her out because she wants to help them. Right. So back at the hospital. Yes. Uh, the next time, so she wakes up again, uh-huh. maybe the next day, I don't remember. Who knows? Time has no meaning in this place, basically. We don't know it's how many it's days It's a it casino. Passed. There's no clocks. Yeah. Uh, there is a window, though. She always wakes up during the day. It's true. It's, there's a light streaming yeah. in, radiated light. Yep. All light's radiated. I mean, if we're being honest. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so... The doctor is like uh, <coughs> checking on her. He's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you look uh, better." Yeah, you look better. And she's like, oh, "Okay, great." And he's like, "All right, great. Time to go. I'll give you some more medicine." She was like, "But I just but I woke just, up." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he sticks it in her tube, and then he leaves. And then, or she fakes it. She pretends to go to sleep. And yep. then when he leaves, she, we she holds up her tube that yeah. she had bent down. She she kinked the catheter. Her intravenous drip. Yeah, that's not called a catheter. No, it's an intravenous drip. Oh, catheter goes up your urethra. Well, it definitely wasn't that then. No, <laughs> <laughs> catheter is for peeing. Mm, so she out tricked him. Intravenous drip is your hand. Okay. And she's awake. So yeah, she's awake. She pulls out her tubes, and then she goes into the hallway. Uh huh. And she sees Simon in an office, and then she overhears him having a conversation with somebody, a six. <gasps> yeah, well, when she was Cylon, yeah, yeah. I mean, there wasn't really a big reveal there. I no. think she was just right there. Well, she was. Yeah, but we heard her voice. She yeah. was through the the wavy glass that makes it difficult to see. Like she only saw it was a shadow. Obvious. But then when she walks from that, she sees that it is a six. It could be any other blonde wearing a red dress. You don't. You don't know. She's wearing a black. You'd be any other blonde wearing a dress. black dress. You don't know. Yeah, totally. Well, we know because we know that there's only the one blonde, but so far. <laughs> if there were more humans there, like she was being told and led to believe, it could have been anybody. True. So we overhear a conversation about she'll be ready tomorrow for complete removal of her ovaries. Okay. So that's fun. I, yeah. 
So Starbuck is shaken and scared and goes back to her room. Because now she wants kids. No. Because oh, okay. now she's realizes she's in a hospital with two, at least two Cylons, maybe yes, more. Yes, Okay, you're true. And she's all alone and hurt. Yes, yes. So she does some finagling in her room uh-huh. and hides something under her blanket, blankie. And then she's sitting up in bed when Simon comes to check on her. And he's like, hmm, you seem, you seem pretty awake right now. You, sh- you sure you're okay? Oh, I feel great. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> sorry, Suki's like leaning into my face. And then he gets. I'm sorry, I just thought you started your motorcycle there. For <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> and then he sits down next to her. Uh-huh. And? And she stabs him in the neck with a broken mirror. And he's like, I can't die. And she's like, doesn't give a shit. Because you know what? She's going to kill that one. I, he just died. He did. He totally died. I'm just going to say, you know, he's like, you can't kill me. And then. But he died. He died. 100% died. Yeah. He was. It's not like it wasn't a Terminator. She pushed him off and it was a dead body. Mm-hmm. So. And then one she. One for Kara Thrace. Felt around <laughs> his pockets and found his keys. Yep. Oh, so he's being so cute. Uh, yeah. And then she's like nestling my headphone. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then uh, she escapes the room and starts kind of stumbling down the hallway a little bit because she is still very injured. Yeah, a little from, sore. From her bullet wound. She did get shot. Yes. In, a, in an ouchy place. Yes. So I think any bullet wound is an ouchy place. It's true. But I like mean, that's like pretty... Ouchie. That's tender, yeah. It's a roll. It's an extra ouchy place. Yeah, that's like where like the your, her arm should be from. okay. Like she could run around pretty easily lose uh-huh. her arm, but like that's an ouchy. <laughs> lose her arm. Not arm. lose her arm. I'm saying she could <laughs> run around all right without using her arm as much. Right, because she lost it. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. But yes, it's tender. It's tender. Any abdomen surgery is really tender. Yes. Plus, she got the other surgery that's, too. It's your core. Whatever else they did to her. That's still in the abdomen area. I'm saying now she's got two. Yeah. She's two got... surgeries on her tummy. Yeah. And that's your core. And your core does more Ow. than you would think it does. Yeah. Does everything. Suki. It's the so core. Weird. The core. So she runs through the hospital looking for an escape. Mm-hmm. And then she comes across a room full of half conscious women who are wired up to some sort of machines. And the wires are coming out of their vaginas. Okay. Very so technical. Basically, they are like baby making machines, like baby factories, like human baby making uh, things. Then, uh, and one of the women is Sushan, unfortunately. She looked like she was roughed up really good. She was, yeah, she was very bruised up and she was like basically in tears. Mm-hmm. And she, and Kara tries to like figure out a way to get her out of it. And she's just like, no, just like kill me, kill all of us. And like, put us out of our misery this isn't a way to live how did kara know that if she destroyed the machinery they would all die because all i think they were being uh kept alive by the machines she's a viper pilot how could she possibly know that <laughs> that's know. just my one thing destroy the machines i mean but there die. were wires hooked into their vaginas if they all like electrocuted probably electrocuted their bodies and killed them Maybe or if they were on uh, hooked up to machines that were keeping them alive, maybe in a non-vegetative state. Okay, they probably get, were dead that way. I feel you. Um. So she so, breaks the machine. So yes. Well, first she prays. 
Oh yes. And gives her a kiss on the head. What did she say in her ear? I don't. I don't think we were. She was praying in her ear. That's what she was doing. You think she was whispering a prayer to her? Okay. And then. um, I'm assuming that's in your fun facts. No, it's just that's just what she was doing. Is that what the closed captioning said? She whispers a prayer in her ear. No, I don't. There was no closed captioning, but you could see that she was praying. Okay. I thought it was pretty obvious that she was praying. I thought she was telling, like, a deep, dark secret, like, I don't know, I killed Mr. Peabody in the library. No, she was there. With a wrench. They were praying. (laughs) Okay. And, um, and then she, yeah, destroys all the machines, takes her a little bit of effort because she's hurt, obviously. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and she's very distraught by all of this and horrified because it is very horrifying. Like, when I saw this, this one, I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I was horrified, too, the first time I saw this episode. It was upsetting. I think that's why I love this episode so much, because it's, like, Kara's journey through discovering this horrible thing that's being done to women, and it's, like, very girl power that she, like, mm-hmm. takes it back. I don't know. So, she, she leaves... starts the Me Too movement. She leaves the room, and... The, um, sees a six coming out of the sees that six that she saw earlier in the, the office coming out of movement. the room. I'm not acknowledging that comment. <laughs> um, that's why I keep talking. And then, and she grabs a fire extinguisher from the wall, and then she brains her. Yeah, bashes her in the head with it. Is that what the kids call it these days? Braining. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then she keeps going, and then she runs outside. Only to find yet another Simon. He's back, like he said. <laughs> he's ready to. Maybe he's one of those Terminator hi. models that re-goops up into One Piece. I think he just was nearby and was like, "Hi, yeah. here I am." See, I told you you couldn't get away. Yeah. <laughs> but thankfully, at that moment, here comes Hilo and Crew. Anders and the rest of the Resistance. From the woods, and, and they, they shoot Simon, uh-huh. and he falls down. Uh-huh. Rough day for Simon. Yep. Two deaths already. Killed twice. <laughs> First um, time on the show, you die twice. <laughs> Worst Cylon ever. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, as he keeps... Er, so Kara starts to run towards them, and but then all the centurions come out, and mm-hmm. they tell her to get down, so she's like cowering. And they're just firing. Yeah, everyone's firing back and forth, and she's trying not to get shot again. And then another rescue <laughs> happens in which uh, Sharon has the heavy raider, uh-huh. and she blows the centurions away. Good job. Good job, girlfriend. And then they all walk away. Yep. Well, she get, they all run into the raider and then escape the area. Yes. Go back to the base. Yes. Uh, Kara tells everyone what happened, and mm-hmm. she's obviously very shaken and horrified, especially by the the farm, the farming women aspect of it. Yeah. Um, Sharon explains that um, the humanoid Cylons are unable to reproduce biologically, which is their only flaw, basically. Right. So and why do they have to reproduce, Stephanie? What? Why do they have to reproduce? I don't know. They are able to make a billion copies. I don't know why they have to reproduce. Because. Oh, because of God. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Now you're asking me a technical question, not no. a theological question. No. Well, they, she says that that was, she explains why they're trying to reproduce. Yeah. Because that's what God wants. God right. wants you to procreate. Yes. And um, 
They've been holding women in farms to try to implant them with human Cylon embryos. But so far it's failed. Yes. However, now the Cylons believe that love can make a baby. Love between human and Cylon. Because Sharon got pregnant with Hilo's kid, naturally. Yes. However. Okay. There's more? Hilo was saying that she was a plant to try to test that. Okay. So now Hilo doesn't love her anymore. No. So she's going to miscarry. No. No. (laughs) Oh. No. What's going on? Hilo was saying, so they sent you to try to get us to fall in love, and so then now you're pregnant. But I think they actually did for real fall in love, and it wasn't just a mission. I mean, okay. it was her mission, but I think that it was all ended up being real, that they were in love. I thought they implanted her so that he would lead her, th- them to other survivors. Well, yeah, that's, but that's what she said. She tells, she says that, or he says that she was a plant. Right. For, oh. for both things, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Like, it was a test for both, op- for, to, like, kill the remaining... Humans, but also to see if this love thing would work. Gotcha. Okay. Which it did. Right. The six should already know that because she loves Gaius. She's just a figment of his imagination. Oh, okay. So she can't get pregnant. Gotcha. (laughs) Understand. Is that my stance? I just forgot what my stance on head six was. (laughs) Not nanobots. Your your stance is that she is a figment of his okay, imagination. Okay, just checking. Yeah. I was like, right? That's what I believe. Right. <laughs> and then last time I said that maybe this just proves that Gaius is a Cylon. Okay. And they're connected via wi- uh, sorry, sci-fi. <laughs> sci-fi, that's right. Cylon, okay. Cylon radio frequencies. Uh-huh. But now I'm back on nanobots. <gasps> of course you are. Yep. So. Anybody else feel like uh, uh Gaius kind of felt like, I don't know, put out by having to clap for uh, Adama earlier. <laughs> I forgot he was even in the episode because it's he usually is. so Gaius filled that I like forgot he was even there. No, he was just exasperated with having to clap for the old man. He's always exasperated. It's true. So Kara and Anders have a little moment, a touching moment about... She's like really wants to go take down all these farms, but he's like, there's like Karen says there's hundreds or thousands of them. Like Uh we can't even, like I can't even tell you where they all are or or not hundreds of thousands of farms, but like hundreds of thousands of women are in these places. And she wants to save them all. Yeah. So she wants to go and find them, but that's not her mission. Her mission is to bring the arrow of Apollo back and lead everyone to earth. And Anders had hit it for her. Yeah. And she was all happy when he pulled it out for her. Yep. That was cute. And then she said, is this it? And then he says the best line ever. Which is like, no, because you're going to come back and get me like you promised, right? Yeah. <laughs> and to prove that, she gives him one of her dog tags so that she'll, so that she'll, she'll come, back. come back and get it. Because mm-hmm. now she can't die without the second one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's just a memento so that... He knows she's coming back. It's it's a symbol, Brad. I know. It's cute. But she can't die because she only has one. So what are they going to leave on the body? No, it's just cute. Okay. So Hilo, Sharon, and Kara Mm -hmm. leave Caprica in Mm -hmm. the Cylon Raider. Yep. So say we all. 
So say we all. Dun, dun, dun. Is that the end? The end, yeah. Okay. Now, you said you had some fun facts, one of which you glazed over on something, which might be. Oh, it was just the 72 ships. Yes. Um, so as of the opening credits, the fleet population is now 47,857, which is a loss of four people since the last episode. So this reflects the deaths of four civilians on board Gideon in that episode, but apparently oh, yeah. not okay. of Boomer, which may be because she was not. She's not a person. person. <laughs> She's a toaster. Or she might have been taken out of the cycle after she shot Adama. Because she's a she was a Cylon. Cylon, and Cylons don't count as people. Mm-hmm. Well, I get where you, I get where you're going. Yeah. Um. According to Gata, this episode takes place a week after Adama. Sorry, Lee Adama docked mm-hmm. at Cloud Nine in the last episode. So. Okay. It's been a week since the last episode, which usually it's like the next day. Gotcha. I think they did so that then because then. then... Oh, but he was awake at the end of the last episode. Yeah, so he's been, like, recovering and, like, getting back up to speed for a gotcha. week. Gotcha. But okay. I think that they said it for a week because Kara being in this farm place mm-hmm. takes place over the course of a few days. So right. I feel like they wanted to account for that time so that this that week happened while... So the end, so like the stuff happening on Galactica is happening like at the end of, I think, what Kara's going through. Okay. So I think they wanted to be like, oh, Kara, they're returning to Galactica... At the tail end of this stuff going on. Okay. I think that's my interpretation that's of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, 24 ships. Almost a third of the fleet left with Rosalind for Kobol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, All in the hopes that Kara will show up with an arrow. <laughs> that's what she does all night. Meow. Yeah, it happens. So fun. So they did a little bit of retconning, though, for this, because in the miniseries, they say only 40 ships have FTL capabilities. Okay. And are able to rendezvous with Galactica at Ragnar. Right. Um, but now they're saying 72. And maybe they found more people along the way. Maybe. Um, but they called it a retcon in the show. Oh, did they really? Yeah. In, the, in the notes? Yeah. Okay. They had a, a similar retcon um, from the miniseries. Maybe, maybe to, there were only 40 that went to Ragnar, but as they were leaving, they came across. Don't more. try to explain yeah. it. They retconned. Okay. <laughs> it was hard to put all those people on yeah. 40 ships. Yeah. So um, they also did a retcon where in the miniseries, it said there were only 500 prisoners, but in the Bastille Day episode, there were 1,500 prisoners. So. Ah, Okay. They just move things around a little bit. You need to do those things sometimes when yeah. you don't think far enough ahead. Yeah. Or you don't think hard enough about what it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the concept of women connected to machines for the purpose of controlled reproduction is a common one in science fiction. The Dune universe showcases a classic example where a specific political and religious faction uses this technology to produce clones. Uh-huh. Um, the scenes in the meat locker with Rosalind and Zarek and everybody were not shot in a real freezer. <laughs> this is noticeable as a viewer. For example, the character's breath is invisible. Okay. Uh, Ronald D. Moore, the creator, notes that the setting isn't entirely convincing. <laughs> it would be kind of mean to make them redo lines know, in a cool right? way the whole time. 
And so, apparently they didn't have the CGI budget to put breath. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Maybe they were in there so long their breath is actually as cold as the room. <laughs> Which would mean they all had frostbite. I'm apologizing. That doesn't work. <laughs> no. Uh, the... <coughs> Sorry. The hospital used by the Cylons for the farm was once the... Delphi. Yeah, you can talk. I hear myself. That's because you're wearing headphones. It's echoing. Oh. Now. I think, yeah, it's okay. okay. Are you sure? On here, it's not going to echo. Okay. It's just very distracting to me. Uh, the hospital was once used as, was once the Delphi Convalescent Institute, a facility specializing in treating mental illness, which you find out if you watch the show Caprica. Okay. Just it's just a little connection there. I haven't watched the show Caprica yet. I watched, I think, most of it. Maybe all of it. I don't remember. Not as good, but there were some fun little yeah, connections. Yeah, I've heard people saying it's, okay. it's one, you know. It's okay. Tight. Not, not great, but it's okay. It only lasted one season, right? Yeah. Okay. I think so. One or two, I can't it remember. It didn't pick up the same fame? No. Bummer. It was about Adama's uh, lawyer dad or grandpa or whatever. So before all this, it was set way back before. when Cylons were first made. Yes. Gotcha. Spike from Buffy was in it, I remember. Oh. He was a bad guy. As usual. Uh, <laughs> Has he ever played a good guy? Wasn't he a good guy in Torchwood? No, I guess he was a bad guy in that. I think he was he... an innocent cameraman in The Haunting Hill House or something in there, the movie. The that movie was version. his good guy. We found it. <laughs> Uh, the farm was controversial among the production team, some of whom feared that this episode was too dark and would drive away female viewers. This was considered especially important because of female, female viewers' historical reluctance to embrace science fiction. Mm-hmm. So I would say the, the opposite happened for me because I found this episode to be empowering and also so fucked up that it made me want to like be like, yeah, fuck the Cylons. I can't believe they're doing this. Kara's the best. I love her. I support everything she does. I'm on her side. I hope she wins everything. I'm in this now. And I support you in that feeling. That's how I felt after I watched this episode. I just remember being like so like horrified by it all that I was just like, whoa. They went there. Like this <laughs> is dark. It's not just like random murder. Like this is like some weird eugenics harvesting. Yep. I also really like medical stuff. So I think they were just trying to use them as ovens. Especially if they were taking out the ovaries. Well, I think they were testing to see if they could do it, but you know that as soon as they figured it out, they would get into some eugenic shit. Because okay. that's how it always goes. It's true. Take okay. Orphan Black. I mean, yep, yep, yep. I mean, that's why I like that's why I like Orphan Black because it's so entrenched in medical stuff, and I think that that's always so cool when they base it in medical reality, real things. Yeah. Yeah. Um. When Starbuck is shot, a wound on her eyebrow switches from the right to the left side of her face in an apparent mistake. However, the switch occurs. The switch is a mirror image as evidence from the position of the steering wheel and the truck behind her. According to Ronald D. Moore, this was not a mistake, but a deliberate editing choice to reflect the psychological trauma she's undergoing. Oh. Well, look at this guy being all slick. Uh, Katie Sackoff, who plays Starbuck, came up with the idea to give Anders one of her dog tags as a sign that she would come back for him. 
beautiful. So cute. I love it. That's all I got. Sweet. Mm-hmm. How'd you enjoy this episode? You know, I was waiting for the Cylon reveal. When he said Starbuck, I'm like, yeah, he's a Cylon. Because mm-hmm. I honestly didn't remember how this whole thing goes. Mm. And uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, you're starting to see the conflict within certain people about whether or not the fleshy Cylons are... Fleshy. <laughs> toasters or uh-huh. not. Like, can, you know, because there's a couple people have had feelings for them including adama mm-hmm. so it's really starting to click a little mm-hmm. agreed I, yep i like this episode like i said i think it's really intense and i like the weird medical stuff even it's, if it's horrifying it's pretty cool the more horrifying the better in my opinion i agree that's how i like it i like it horrifying that's what your inner voice says. Mm-hmm. So what's our count? <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah, let's go. I'm going to say five with an honorable mention. Okay, what's the honorable mention? Leoben. Leoben been missing us. <laughs> so he got mentioned. He did get mentioned. <laughs> but otherwise it was two Simons. Yep. One six. Yep. Sharon. And dead Sharon. And dead Sharon. <laughs> Yeah, there was no uh, hallucination six this episode. Nope, Just because the one. she can't. The the see what the problem is is that the um, nanobots mm-hmm. have a really hard time breaking through when he is being put out. You know, like feeling like he's forced to do something. And the only time we saw him is when he had to. When he struggled with clapping for Adama being back up on his feet yeah. and, and on and on the, the, the bridge. Maybe I feel like, yeah, otherwise they would have had her be like, look at Adama back in here. I know, but they couldn't just because his whole mood was wrong yeah. for the nanobots to do what they needed to oh, do, okay. which was project her image in his mind to make fun of Adama. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Sure, Brad. Yeah. They, they're, they're, they're hardest breakthrough is the sass that he has to show no more mr nice guys yep exactly and that's why you should follow us on twitter at c double pod we would love to hear from you you can email us at c double podcast at gmail.com yes and as the new year approaches and we approach our 100th episode Mm -hmm. i would love to know what you like what you don't like what you want us to do more of are you sick of us doing orphan black and balsar glatzka every other week do you want different things? Just tell us your opinion, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, You've got your marching orders, I guess. Yeah. And do you want, I also would like to know, you know, more social media stuff. Do you want to interact more with us on social media or me technically? Because Brad doesn't do anything. <laughs> do you want Brad to be on Instagram more? Tell him wow. in an email. Just calling me out, aren't you? Do you want us to be on Instagram more instead of just me posting us on Instagram? Do you want to talk to us on Twitter more, on Facebook more? Do you want us to have a live show? Do you want do you want us to stream our episodes while we were recording on Twitch? Oh my god. Why would you even suggest such a thing? You'd be after wearing a bra all the time. I know. I'd have to like really 
You'd have to do your makeup. Yeah. You'd have to be on point. Is, I know. is on fleek still a thing? I think so. You'd have to be on Six fleek. Six months ago. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm going to start streaming more. Because I play Overwatch so much, so I've been like streaming just without a camera, but I know I'm getting a camera for Christmas from Brendan. Must be nice. Um, a PS4 camera. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just coughing. I was like, please don't puke on my new towels. <laughs> she just coughing. It's very violent coughing. But anyway. Yeah. She's got a hairball, you know. Yeah. You'd cough that way too if you had a hairball. I agree. But eventually the hairball comes out as a stream of puke, doesn't it? Yeah, eventually. Not like in this moment. Which is going to be in the towels. No, she doesn't do it now. Okay. I know her routine. Gotcha. I know how she do. Gotcha. So yeah, as the new year approaches, tell us things. Okay. Because you know, it's been, oh, we've been doing this for like two years. We'll be, yeah. So. Coming up on it. I just want to know. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. What you want us to cover more, cover less of. If you have an idea for a show spot. Yeah, if you if you don't want us, bleh, not if you don't want us. If you have any, <laughs> if you don't want us, just send an email. You don't email want us to do this ever again. Go away. <laughs> but I'll still hear from you next week, right? You know, because it has to be a sarcastic. But yes, email. please send us an email and don't just message me or Brad if you know us personally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I will lose those messages in the. I'm mostly talking to like Nick. Like, don't just message me about something. Send us an email so that I can actually, like, remember what we talked about. And share it with Brad. And share it with Brad. Because she always forgets to tell me. <laughs> well, Steph's socials are Steph plus verb. Uh-huh. You can follow me on Twitter at Brad Barth, Instagram at Bradford Barth. So complicated. Sorry, I know. It's just my name. Twice. <laughs> short and long. And that's all of oh, it. Oh, wait, right? you can eat. What's our email? C double podcast at gmail.com. Great. And I did Twitter. Okay. And I did our personals. Yep. Which at C double pod, yeah. Which means it's the end of the show. Oh, and if you like the show, you know. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Rate and review us if you want on iTunes. It is the best way to for a show to gain traction, as Nick likes to say, in their podcast trailer blazers which we would also say you know hey you guys should go check them out it's a lot of fun they always plug us i'm gonna plug them yeah we should do commercials for each buddy's show we should and splice them in between so on that note until (laughs) next time i am stephanie kretz and i am bradford barth thank you for listening Goodbye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. If you enjoyed this episode, press 1. If you did not enjoy this episode, press 2. If you think this episode needed some work, press 3. If you really didn't care, press 4.